Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to episode 21 of The Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, SB Nation's website covering the Calgary Flames. It's Mark, Maddie, Michael, Gordy. This morning we have a full house on this lovely Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> we'll tackle that later. Uh, how's everybody doing this morning? Just dandy. It's and it's nice. And we can actually say morning because it's like morning, morning, East Coast time. And I don't know if the sun's up in Canada yet. So I don't know how that works. We were just talking about <laughs> Canadian time, Canadian math. And if you were born in Canada, what does that make you in American years? So uh, we, uh, we just said we should probably just record the pre-podcast because it's probably better than the actual podcast. So uh, last night, the Flames uh, went into Anaheim and did a whole bunch of firsts. Uh, Calgary wins six, nothing. They absolutely curb stomped the ducks last night, uh, which was something that I think they took out some frustrations. I do believe the last time when Mike Smith got the win, I likened it to, uh, Ralphie in a Christmas story when he just has enough and he just jumps on a kid and starts punching him and just starts speaking in tongues. Like, I feel like that's what the flames did last night. Uh, six, nothing, uh, Cam Talbot, 44 saves and a shutout. The most saves by a Calgary Flames goaltender, not an Atlanta Flames goaltender, Calgary, uh, and a shutout. So he sets a club record last night. Calgary wins two in a row in Anaheim for the first time since 1996. And uh, things were uh, looking up. The, you know, it's nice to actually see Calgary going to Anaheim and own a game. Uh, anybody's thoughts on uh, last night's game? Just hop right in. Do not hate it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel That's like they my needed... analysis. Yeah, I think so. I think after LA and everybody, you know, me including being the sky is falling after the LA debacle, I think Calgary just needed to go in there. And um, if you watch that game right from the start, uh, Gibson looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but in that building playing <laughs> hockey last night. Like Shillington's goal, he was just like, ah, oh, I went in. Oh, well. if I give up one more, they'll pull me. <laughs> Does anybody else get that feeling that Anaheim <laughs> was just like, eh, we're terrible? Let's just let's just get out of this building. Let's just get beat. Who cares? Did anybody kind of get that feeling from that game last night? Oh yeah, I was gonna mention. Yeah, they the crushed sh- their souls. <laughs> I was gonna mention the Shillington goal as the highlight of the night for me. It was just just such a depressing goal for the Ducks. Like I don't, Shillington didn't want to shoot until he had to, and then you know it was three nothing at that point. It was a it was a cathartic experience after a decade of misery <laughs> yeah it just looked like gibson was just standing there like i'm just gonna let it go in because if it goes in they'll pull me and i can put my hat on and go sit on the bench uh, you know, it's like you look at that you're like maybe they should have started miller <laughs> maybe it would have been a better game for anaheim you know but they as a team they look lackluster i mean they picked it up in the second period a little bit and started the push but i mean at that point that game was over and done i mean when jankowski scores you're like oh god it's over now <laughs> you know? then he scores twice and you're like good lord anaheim come on is this like a sympathy thing for Jankowski? Like, what are we doing here? But it was actually kind of nice <laughs> to see him uh, get on a little bit of roll last night. So um, 
Yeah, but so Calgary now with a back-to-back wins in Anaheim. Did you think you'd ever have that sentence come out of any of our mouths or be typed in any kind of recap or preview or anything? Oh, God, 1996. What was I? I was still in college in 1996. That puts that in perspective. So <laughs> go Flames. I was negative two. <laughs> Michael. Oh, do the, God. Michael, do the math. Multiply that point times 1.6. What were you at that in 96? Oh, I think it was around there, too. Negative three. I, I got to <laughs> pull up the Canadian to American calculator and get back to you. Nice. Nice. I was I was 20. Hooray for me. Yeah, I feel so old right now. And it's only going to get worse later on the podcast. I old? <laughs> right? Maddie, it's you and I. We're the, we're the senior members here. <laughs> and I'm way more senior than you. <laughs> I just turned 24. What's happening here? <laughs> right? I hate Good this. <laughs> All right, so let's bury that and move on to something else. Uh, who anyway. are the yeah, who are the Calgary Flames? Does anybody know right now? If you and you think like we're all kind of like this was terrible. Six out of eight points on the road trip. They scored eighteen goals in their three wins. But I feel like that LA loss was such a big like on that road trip. It's the thing that sticks out the most of that because there's no way they should have lost to LA. LA is just such a garbage hockey team this year. The Flames should have powered through that game. Um, are the Flames the team that lost to L.A.? Are they the team that scored 18 goals in three games? Or are they kind of a mix? Is it, does anybody have an idea? Because I don't think the Flames do. <laughs> Certainly not. Right? It's kind of fr- like I feel like this is like the most frustrating. I think I've been covering them now for three or four years at the site, and it's definitely the most frustrating season because you don't know day in, day out. Like we try to do the prediction, and I'm like, oh. like they might win. <laughs> They might get killed. I don't know. <laughs> it's just on a day-to-day basis, this team is like maddeningly inconsistent. Uh, to me, it seems like the Flames just, they seem like a team that might be aware of their own mortality right now, where a lot of the guys who are on their ch- the chopping block seem to you know be playing their best hockey all of a sudden. And, you know, TJ Brody, Johnny Gaudreau suddenly, you know, playing better all of a sudden. And then, you know, it's just, it just comes down to the, the flames need to, you know, find who they are if they have any chance of, you know, making the playoffs and a team, you know, who's just surviving is not a team that's going to win. Yeah. Michael, your thoughts. Yeah. I, I think we've covered it pretty well, but I don't know what to expect from the flames. My bigger question is who are the LA Kings? Cause I don't see you guys <laughs> my fantasy, so I've watched some of their games and Every other team, they look like trash. Like they, they look like they can't play hockey, and then they play the Flames. It's like, gee, these guys could win another cup. And I, I don't, I don't know why. Just against the Flames, they look like this world beater, and then every other team, they look like they can't pass anymore. I, I don't get it. So that's probably just the entire season. I, I don't get anything that goes on with the Flames anymore. So well, that that was a classic Flames performance, though. New goalie in, and the Flames make them look like a Vesna Trophy winner. Um, <laughs> this is what they do. You know, if you want to give your new goalie some confidence, just call the Flames over. Even if you have a scrimmage, let's practice together. You know, <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau is going to go five holes, so just don't worry about it. Like, that's – what, do you have two breakaways last night? I was like, dude, stop going five holes. Everybody <laughs> knows. Like, I know you're not that – big but you got to be strong enough to lift the puck a little bit you know just a tiny bit get it up <laughs> off the ice like everybody knows you're going fivefold of all the breakaways he's had he probably have like eight nine more goals this year if he just tried something different no sorry i'm on the i'm very yeah it's like the easiest already. pre-scout <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very on the johnny gaudreau bandwagon right now so <laughs> 
I'm so anti Johnny Gaudreau. I'm wearing an Arizona Coyotes jersey today. It's a Phoenix. It's a Phoenix wow. Coyotes jersey. Yeah, I went. I'm going Phoenix today. I'm rocking the Sean Burke. I'm like, Arr. so. Uh, speaking of guys that are uh, on a little bit of a tear lately, and again, words I never thought would come flying out of my face this season. Mark Jankowski, five goals in his last seven games after none in 38. Is Janko good, or is he just trying to get traded? Like, what's going on with Mark Jankowski? <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's like the Flames are like, hey, buddy, listen, look, I, I know things are kind of weird this year, but if you score some goals, we'll get you the hell out of here. And all of a sudden he's like, okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and last night's goals were pretty, too. They weren't garbage goals. He had like he was skating with the puck. His stick handling was good. I mean, his second goal was beautiful. So is Jankowski turning it around or is this just like, hey, let's get him out of here and see what he, you know, if we can get something for him? I want to say maybe turning it around. Honestly, I really thought we were going to get through the whole season without a single goal for him. Yeah. Just is, the is way it weird? we were going. Like, this, it, it might happen. Is it weird that I was kind of rooting for that in an odd kind of way? <laughs> just, to be, <laughs> just, just to be like, yeah, we kind of saw that coming, you know? We but, love yeah, us. Exactly. It just totally throws a wrench in everything. But five and seven games, all of a sudden, Mark Jankowski is a hockey player. You know, and Michael Backlund, another one of those guys who's, you know, Backlund, just kind of come out of nowhere again. He's got 10 points in his last 10 games, and he's got goals in three straight, including a multi-goal game. So, And I think Backlund is def- – they're both pieces that have to get moving for Calgary if they're going to make a push. But Backlund definitely, I think, more important. And it seems now maybe that Jeff Ward has kind of gone back to the more traditional Flames lines. Players are starting to succeed. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Elias Lindholm looks really good back on the top line. Like, yep. I think that top line, like they, they should get a few weeks together now. Like they, they really seem to have some of their chemistry from last season back. I mean, you don't want to see a top line of Lindholm, Lucic, and Dubé. <laughs> you know, just kind of moving pieces around. <laughs> well, every single line has an identity and has kind of a starting three now, which is great to see. Yeah, you got the you got the boy band line with the, the the frosted tips, that whole line, and then you've got the Gaudreau, Monahan, Lindholm line back together. So you know maybe things are working out. But I I really like how Backlund's playing. I mean, Backlund had I think he had four minutes and eleven seconds of penalty kill time last night and a shorthanded goal. So it kind of seems like he's getting back into what he does best, being that you know good two way center who can play both ends of the ice. So um, yeah, if both of those guys are if, even Janko, if he's going to start to Click a little bit, you know, things will be good. Now, if Sam Bennett can stop taking, you know, dumb penalties and, you know, <laughs> contribute a little bit, maybe, you know, maybe things will start to look up for the Flames. Any Anybody else have any other thoughts on those two guys uh, starting to uh, turn it on, for lack of a better term? I think for the rest yeah, of the season, it's – sorry, Maddie. It's it's just going to be tough to okay. rotate the four of, I find, Reeder, Jankowski, Bennett, and – uh, the other one, I just, it's, it's going to be tough. Ronaldo, to, yeah. yeah. Sorry. It'll be, it'll be tough for Bennett. It's almost to find a spot in the lineup now with those three guys playing so well. Isn't it crazy to think that the fourth overall draft pick is struggling to get yeah. ahead, get ahead of Zach Ronaldo and Toby reader. <laughs> it, just, it just blows my mind how bad of a hockey player he is. I just, yeah. I'm one of those people that like try, I, I try to like Sam Bennett. I really do. I try every year. I'm like, he's going to have a good year. It's going to be positive in the 10 games. And I'm like, nah, he still sucks. <laughs> right. Michael, Michael's been through this run with me a hundred times. I just have no faith in Sam Bennett. I just can't do it anymore. Every offseason, I'm like, we start. I think Michael and I did a, every year we did a round table where it started. I was like, this is Bennett's year. It's his <laughs> breakout year. If he doesn't do it this year, he's probably going to be traded. And I've been saying that since, what, three years now? There you yeah, go. We'll do that. What's that, Michael? 
we'll be doing that until he's in his like late 30s, somehow still on the flame, somehow still doing about eight to 10 goals a year and 20 to 25 points. Well, my favorite is the people that are like, well, once we trade him, he's going to be awesome. No, he's not. He's not. He's not going to do anything. (laughs) So, well, let's uh, let's uh, move up the road a little bit and um, talk about uh, our little friends with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, there was a small incident last night involving uh, the NHL's morale, morality police. Uh, Zach Cassian in the Oilers game against Tampa, which they ended up losing. Um, Cassian kicked Eric, and I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I think it's uh, Sarniak. Does that make sense? Chernak. We were just Sarniak. Chernak, yeah, I'd look at. I still think Shillington should be pronounced Kylington, but whatever. <laughs> so anyway, whole different story. Um, yeah, kicked him right in the chest with his skate blade. Um, that's bad, right? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Gordy, Michael, anybody got a differing opinion on that? <laughs> I don't know how you can like look at the history of guys that have been cut by skate blades and still use yours as a weapon. Like it's just just blows my mind. Yeah, everybody that makes the NHL should have to watch the Clint Malarchuk video. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just be like, this is what happens when blade meets flesh. Like, not good. And and uh, there were a couple of people that were like, look at the shoulder pads he wears and his chest pads. There was no way that skate's going through. And I'm like, that's not the point. Like, you know, Michael, you were saying something. I mean, like, <laughs> I just, it's, I, I don't know what goes through your brain to do that. Like, no matter like what just happened in the play before, like, I'm going to kick this guy in his chest. And if I miss, like, I could kill him. But oh, well, like, well, well, I, can't I, see- I just don't get it. Cassian tackled them to start the play. Like that's why his leg was underneath them because they were like WWE in it on the ice. And he tackled them and he just just, just casually like quack, kicks him in the chest. I was like, really? And that's where before we made another old joke. I was like, yeah. He's like, if he had been in the All Valley Karate Tournament and he had gotten Daniel Larusso with that kick, would Cobra Kai have won? And nobody knew the Karate Kid reference, which made me feel incredibly old. But yeah, like, so he, Kazian's got an in-player, a league meeting in person. And I, we were talking before, that's that's like five games, right? Like, when's the, the league, it's like going to the principal's office. Like, you're in trouble and you've got to go. Uh, and I, you got to think that they have to suspend him because if they don't, it's like, well, we can just kick people, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I mean, just... like, that's an attempted stabbing. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere else in the world, you go to jail for that. Like... <laughs> Unless you're happy Gilmore. Okay. Unless you're happy Gilmore. Okay. Cause he was okay. the first guy to do it. And he, he went on the PGA tour. So who knows? Maybe Cassian's got a future in golf, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Like that's, that, I just, I don't understand like what goes through your mind. Be like, I have a very, sh- um, I basically have a knife on the bottom of a boot and I'm just going to kick you with it. <laughs> you know, the guy who's like, well, you know, you got to play by the code and you know, <laughs> Chuck needs to step up and answer the bell. Like, so what do they have to do? Like to answer the bell next time? Does Cassie, do they have to do like, all right, this is probably another old reference, but like do they have to tie their hands together in the Michael Jackson beat it video and have like a knife fight? <laughs> like to, is that how you answer the bell for something? Like maybe they hold their skates and jab at each other. Like, what the hell is going on with that guy? <laughs> oh man, I don't know why I'm so fired up about this. It's not well, even my team. He's gonna be I think he'll be <laughs> sentenced as a I think he'll be a repeat offender too after being suspended for pummeling Kachuk last yeah. month. <laughs> yeah, it's like God, God forbid yeah, that happened in Montreal. Like... No, go ahead, Maddie. No, I was just gonna say, like, it's tough because there isn't really precedent for this kind of infraction. Um, I mean, I think the closest was a couple of years ago, Jeff Skinner sort of kicked somebody, but it was like a completely different yeah. 
happening. So, like, I still think he gets suspended, especially because he's got an in-person hearing. But if they disappoint us, <laughs> they they do have the well. There's no precedent thing well, to sort of fall back on. Set a precedent, then you know it's like you yeah. got to do something, right? Like if the skate doesn't fit, you must quit. You know, <laughs> good <laughs> God. All right. Well, I th- I think we've all covered the Cassian subject <laughs> enough to realize that yeah, he's a moron and he should definitely be suspended. And God forbid that happened in Montreal. They tried to arrest him. They'd have him brought up on attempted murder charges like they did with Chara. It'd be a whole nightmare. So <laughs> at least it happened in Florida, where that's the least weird thing that happened in Florida yesterday. Let's put it that way. That's probably the most normal oh, yeah. thing that happened in the state of Florida yesterday. All right, we're gonna take a quick break here on the Tinderbox, and when we come back, we're gonna talk all about Valentine's Day candy horrible movies and i think that's about it so we will be right back after a quick break here on the tinderbox you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to the Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. It's Mark, Maddie, Michael, and Gordy today. We just recapped the Flames' 6 nothing win over Anaheim. We asked who are the Flames. Nobody knows. Uh, Janko and Backlund, one of them resurgent, probably traded. The other one, thank God he's doing well because that helps the Flames. And then we talked about uh, Kazian and his uh, karate kick. Last night in Edmonton's loss to Tampa, he has an in-person hearing. So, today is Valentine's Day. And we always try to have some like fun in the second half of the podcast and try to keep it kind of topical to what's going on. Is this the dumbest holiday ever invented? Like, for reals? Whether you're married, dating, engaged, single, it's the dumbest holiday ever. Right? Am I wrong? No? Maybe? Yeah, I think so. Gordy? It, it, Michael? It feels like it creeps up pretty quick after Christmas, I always feel like. Yeah, uh, do you guys ever listen to the comedian Lewis Black? No, God, he's an ex- God. Nobody knows any of my references. He's an extremely topical comedian. I just don't do great- like comedians. All right, fair. He's got a great bit about Valentine's Day where he's like, he's like, you know, oh, it's February, and everybody's got the flu, but now I gotta go out for dinner, and you just told me how much you loved all of the things I bought you for Christmas. Now I got to go buy you more shit. Like, it's a great bit. Like, you look it up. It's awesome. Now I have to make the podcast say that it's not clean because I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> totally like the, that. That's the one. That's not where I thought I would ever, you know, have to be like, oh, not a clean podcast. That was, you know, quoting Lewis Black, who nobody knows. Um, so, um, yeah, totally the stupid holiday. But like the cool part about Valentine's Day is candy. Like, I love chocolate. I am a chocoholic. <laughs> and like, when you guys get like a box of chocolates, doesn't have a heart-shaped box, whatever it is, are there any chocolates in there that you don't eat that are bad? Because I literally think that even like the one with the orange cream, I still eat that one. Don't like that. No. No bueno on the orange cream covered <laughs> in chocolate. I'll be a, I don't uh, like any dark chocolate, so like <sighs> all of those are out for me. Fair enough. Gordy, you were going to say something? Yeah, I'll take it a little step further. I uh, I actually don't like chocolate at all oh my god this is like the podcast from hell for me (laughs) (laughs) 
Michael, We're let's fired. Talk, Michael, let's talk music. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does anybody do that weird thing you did when you were a kid? Like, if so, well, you don't like chocolate. So, Michael, this is a conversation for you and I right now. <laughs> did you ever do that thing where you like flip the candy over and you poke your finger in the bottom just to see what it was? If it was like that gross chocolate you didn't want? Does anybody ever do that? Because I know like, scientifically like in candy manufacturers they have like a little swirl on the top and you're supposed to know like what the swirl means like but there's no guide to it it's not like you open it's like oh half a question mark is strawberry and you know c is for caramel and it's just no it's just like these random symbols where you just you know you're like 11 and you're sneezing you're like jamming your finger through the bottom you're like nope coconut so nobody does that okay fantastic (laughs) so everybody hates chocolate um we were talking about this beforehand like is anybody like the worst thing in the world i think like Crappy chocolate is the worst. Like you get that, you know, like random Santa Claus or Easter bunny that's made by like, you know, the chocolate company. And it just tastes like crap out of all those like gross bootleg candies. The bootleg M&Ms are the absolute worst. Is it nobody? Has anybody had those? I don't think so. I wonder what bootleg M&Ms are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're like, they're like the crappy M&Ms that's like at last minute you're grabbing and like throwing like your kid's stocking or something at the pharmacy or the CVS or uh, wherever you shop in Canada to buy christmas candy or whatever and i feel like i was talking about canada like it's another planet like do you guys have stores there like <laughs> you guys have the internet you know <laughs> but it's like so you buy them and they come in a thing and you're like oh m&m's great and then you get them home and you're like no i bought the wrong thing it's the bootleg and they just taste gross it's like this, the horrible tasting chocolate is gross and i only think of it the other day because it was like a sleeve of like santa claus little candies left over in the house the other day i was like oh chocolate and i opened one up and i was like oh it's a bootleg santa claus it was gross so nobody cares so moving on um <laughs> i love the rants though i know this is just me like hammering on i'm like riffing a little bit it's fun <laughs> um, so uh i guess the final thing for valentine's day is like does anybody like have a favorite romantic comedy, like a movie you just like, oh, that's such a sweet movie. You know, I mean, it could be something romantic. It could be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know, whatever you're into. It's kind of like a boy meets girl story in a roundabout way, right? Um, Maddie, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> uh, the Princess Bride, I think is my favorite. Is that a rom-com? It is it's... now. <laughs> it, sure. sure. You didn't say The Notebook, which I don't think is a comedy because they both die. At the end. <laughs> Unless you find that funny. I don't know. So It's all good. Yeah, not so much, Gordy. In the moment, my mind is blanked on every movie I've ever watched, so I'm just I'm currently trying to remember one that had a, a man and a woman or any kind of <laughs> romance in it. It's just can't think of anything. Gordy has never seen a movie. Gordy was a man actually going to say The Notebook. <laughs> yeah, and then I hammered on it. <laughs> Michael, while Gordy thinks you got one, Michael hung up. He's out. He's think- done. I don't think they have movies up here in Canada. It's like you don't have movies. <laughs> you guys have movie theaters. <laughs> Where they sell bootleg M and M's? We actually no, we eat, eat Smarties like here. Smarties, Smarties are good. I like Smarties. They're not your Smarties, though, Mark. They're, they're very different. You'd have to come up and try them. <laughs> okay. Do they come from a different time zone? Are they are they bigger or smaller based on a mathematical equation? <laughs> well, they're chocolate, so they're not your little. What? <laughs> yeah, you guys have to come up here. It's it's different. Trust me. We could get into a whole thing about Canadian food that's like called the same thing but not the same at all exactly. mark it down that's next friday we're talking about canadian food i am all in we're not even gonna talk hockey <laughs> chocolate smarties my mind is completely blown that's crazy talk like yeah i don't know how to process like, that, that for you guys, they're, they're called rockets up here and oh they're like God. oh, oh, okay. oh, oh yeah 
All right, Matt, you make the trip up to Massachusetts. We're going on a road trip. We're going we're gonna to get, we're going to get, I can't, and that's, I was going to say chocolate rockets and that wasn't going to come out well at all. So we'll go get some chocolate Smarties. Just <laughs> shut just, it down right there. Just, we just turned a big left turn there. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate that. Now I'm going to have that in my head all day. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, Oh, you know, we have here in the States and I don't know if you guys get them up there and this is legit. I don't know if you get them up there thing because they're made in Massachusetts and they're absolutely the most disgusting candy ever. <laughs> they're those Necco hearts, the ones that say like be mine or mm. the, it, it's a little heart and it tastes like it makes like Tums or any kind of antacid oh! like taste awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The little chalky hearts. They're disgusting and they taste like they're licorice. Horrible. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, licorice is gross. Like, oh, nobody wants to eat that. And now I just probably find out that licorice is the official like candy of Canada. And I totally <laughs> slag it, you know, because I hate licorice. <laughs> it's just a great day for me. It's going so well. So awesome. All right. Anybody else got anything they want to add? Gordon, did you think of a movie that had a man and a woman in it? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on candy now. I'm, candy? I'm thinking about and, that. <laughs> the chocolate rockets. <laughs> Coffee crisp. Coffee, Chris. What's that? Oh, oh my! We, we today, right? This, yeah, this just went. <laughs> just gonna label the second half of the podcast absolute nonsense. Like, that's all it's gonna say. <laughs> so cool. All right. Well, if nobody has anything else, we are gonna wrap it up here on the Tinderbox. Once again, we are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline the SB Nation website that covers the Calgary Flames. If you like this podcast, I don't see why you wouldn't after today. You can download us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Batty, Michael Gordy, thank you so much for coming on this morning and wading through the absolute massive pile of minutia that we just covered. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, we will catch you next time on the Tinderbox.